Welcome to One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible. Well, good morning. We're live. Hey, good morning. Hey, by the way, last week, after I gave you a hard time about the live thing, yeah, yeah. I think Joe Rogan's not 10 million per episode. It's 10 million, I don't know. Subscribers? So, no, he, he, I think that was the whole the whole amount that he made. Oh. So I gave bad information. My son corrected me. He's like, Dad, it's oh, not gotcha. 10 million per episode. It's 10 million total or oh, something like that. He's made 10 so, million dollars? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't sure, but I messed up, so I'm trying to make well, it right. That's a little bit more than what we make doing this yeah, podcast. It still gives us incentive that, you know, we'll get there at some point. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of Joe Rogan, Chad's <laughs> the one that looks like he smoked a joint on the way to table talk today. You can't you're starting rumors when you say stuff. <laughs> Can like I say that, that about Jay, Joe Rogan? <laughs> he said it looked like your allergies were acting up last week. Okay, last yeah. week you guys were looking at me like David, your eyes look bad. Are you okay? What's wrong? It was I felt like my parents used to talk to me, like when they'd come into my room and I was fourteen and I just smoked a joint. Like, what's wrong with you, dude? What's wrong with your eyes? It looked like your allergies were acting up. Today it's Chad. Chad yeah. looks Some, something's acting up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, a little that, dingy. Sounds, that sounds bad. I don't know. <laughs> Look a little geesty. Yeah. A little, little groggy this morning. Not as uh not as groggy as Punxsutawney Phil, because he didn't see yeah. any shadow, so wait, who? The groundhog. What'd you P- say? Punxsutawney Phil. 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 It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> Why do you guys even know Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania? I don't know. Did you not see? You said you saw Groundhog Day. Yeah, but I don't know about no Punxsutawneys. That's the name of the town. Yeah. Phil is the name of the groundhog, yeah. also known as Punxsutawney Phil. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, six more weeks of winter for what it's worth. So, whatever. That yeah. stinks. <clears throat> I don't know the uh, the track record of the groundhog, but I, I think it's fairly accurate. Is it not? I don't know. They probably take <laughs> bets. I bet Vegas gets odds, right, on, <laughs> on that stuff, but. I don't know. As cold as it's been, I, I wasn't expecting anything different. So. Right. Speaking of Vegas, Brandon's at Pawn Stars right now. Really? John Brandon. Yeah. Pawn yeah. Stars. Pawn. He's, he's been posting a lot of selfies to Facebook. <laughs> you got a problem with that? Yeah, I, I do. I have a pretty strict no-selfie policy. Is he using a stick? In any I don't think he's using a stick. I have a, a, a narcissistic, that's what I call him. There was a period where Costco was selling a three-pack of narcissistics. Like, why do you need three? Three is better than one. I don't know. Different lengths? No, they were the same. Huh. Need three of them. I don't know. Well, three-pack for the family. <laughs> I guess so. It's awesome. <laughs> cool. Any, anyway. Any, I, got no, I got nothing any, else. Anyway. I've got nothing. You're going away, though. Uh, yeah, we're going, going to the coast. coast for a couple of days. As soon as we're done here. Anything you're looking forward to at the coast? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's a long drive. He loves crab. You get to see your grandson. Yes, I get to see the grandson. Oh, I thought course. we were talking about that, crab. That's, that's the whole reason that we're no. going to the coast. Gets to go see Hudson. I forget Hudson. Hudson's yeah. hanging out there for a couple of months, and so that's why we're going. And I'm sure we'll do some adventurous things while we're there. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. Jeff Woodruff says, howdy, boys. What up, Jeff? Hey, Jeff. Good morning, sir. Um. Is it, time, are, is it time to zeitgeist away? Are we? Yeah. Are we throw that in there? Are we done with uh, banter? That wasn't much banter. No, that's all right. Nobody, will, nobody will be sad. This might take us. A little, this might take us a little while. The actually. people that normally skip ahead fifteen minutes are yeah. going to be like, "Oh, what's going on?" And they'll back way up and right. say, "Oh, that was that was nice." 
That's awesome. Yeah. All right. This is actually uh, is actually a listener question today. What we're talking about. Have you have you guys ever talked about this before? I know we haven't given it away. Yet. No, I no. I had no idea. It was I mean, not talked about it, but like thought about it or this, like this seen is it or brand new to me. No, I didn't realize it was a controversy or that it, people were talking about it. I'm yeah. sure some some people watching will have I mean, heard of this. The general idea of trying to discredit Christianity that's been around forever. Right. Well, let's new. just start with that. But we're going to file file yeah. this one under apologetics today. Yeah. So, and it was again, it was a, it was a question that was asked by somebody who had it brought to their attention. Maybe was a little challenged by it when they heard about it, and then was like, "What do you do with this?" And so, um, I don't know about you guys, but th- this has been a kind of a new thing for me, and I've jumped into it all week and been overloaded with like information on it so yeah there's a lot information yeah there's a lot out there on it yeah, yeah. So, so we would file this under apologetics what is a poly- like what do we mean when we say apologetics what does apologetics mean defending defending our defending our faith or defending what we believe knowing why we believe what we believe and how to how to uh, defend it there yeah. there you go i like so, it yeah so usually when there's a direct challenge or opposition or attack on the christian faith then we are forced into not defense mode, but kind of we, we defend. You know, right. we, 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 go, we go to battle on defending Christianity. And well, and this is one of those things when at face value, it looks pretty bad. And I could see where this would rock some people's world a little bit. As Apparently far as it did. Christian faith. Yeah. Um, and yet there's, you know, again, when you, when you put in the work and do the study and look at it, it turns out that it's it's not as uh, earth-shattering as it first looks. So. Right. For, for sure. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and... And tell people what it is. Um, there's a popular movement, and I didn't know it was popular, but it has been pretty popular in pop culture, which is basically like Jesus is a myth movement. <laughs> That's pretty much what the movement is, is like Jesus is a myth um, movement. I didn't even think this was real anymore because I remember that people used to argue like 30 years ago, like that Jesus is fantasy, like fairy tale. But like I thought we were like well beyond that with what we have available to know right. that that's not true now, but apparently it's it's a re- this is like a resurgence of an like you said an old thing, yeah, not a not a new thing but an old thing. So it's basically that that he's uh, a myth, he's right, um, up there, right up there with Santa Claus and the tooth. He's fairy. right right up there with Santa Claus and the tooth fairy. He's supposedly hopefully we don't have any kids listening right now. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposedly a myth because all that he and Christianity has done is copycat other religions and mythological gods that have come before him. So basically, uh, Christianity, Jesus is uh, just uh, someone that's plagiarized or borrowed or stolen from other religions or other gods. Well, not him per se, but his followers, because there, he didn't He so, didn't actually exist. Yeah, apparently. Christianity. I'll, well. I'll, I'll probably okay. like use it all synonymously, but yeah. yeah. It is confusing to me because I don't, I don't understand how somebody could actually believe that that a person named you know jesus of nazareth didn't actually walk the earth at some point in time because that's just there's so much historical evidence to that to to, to pretend that that didn't happen or that that wasn't real i don't even understand that that takes we'll get to that yeah yeah we'll get to the problems with that but but you're absolutely right yeah it's it's funny that this would be the new attack on Christianity, uh, the new attack of the day, because it's an old one that we've already like gotten past. Yeah, <laughs> like we already know we have so much information and so much documentation right. available more than ever on um, just the, the reality of Jesus as a person. Yeah, it's just weird that this has come up again. But the truth is that Christianity just needs um, someone to come against it with a sword every you know twenty years. There's something new. Have, have, can you guys think of any other ones that have been? 
recent kind of movements that they're like, oh, Christianity's going to fall with this one. I think like the Jesus yeah. seminar was yeah, kind of... Yeah, Jesus seminar yeah. came to mind. And, and I mean, I think there's always been, it's, it's you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like an anvil that a lot of hammers have tried to wear out and it, and it ain't there happening. Yeah. But it, it uh, yeah. yeah, this isn't anything new. I mean, I think there are people that hate Christ, Christians, that hate Christianity, that hate religion, yep. and they want to do everything they can to try to yep. get rid of it. Um, but we'll, we'll end up yeah. with yeah. why that is yeah um, but towards the end but you yeah know, you're, you're right they have not been effective no i mean right. uh, constantly things come and go against christianity but christianity remains yeah <laughs> like it, it doesn't go anywhere you know nietzsche with god is dead and you know, yeah yeah uh, all that kind of stuff it's yeah. like, a good try but yeah no. I, I used to have a t-shirt back back in the day <clears throat> when when corny christian t-shirts were cool if, if they were ever well they cool, weren't but they weren't chad I, I went through a phase where i thought they were pretty cool wait, they wait. were as cool as selfie in, sticks what are we talking about right now the, the Christian cool t-shirts. Christian T-shirts. Oh, like ketchup. Peter's gym. Like the the Heinz fifty seven. I, w- I wouldn't have done that one, but but like I had a Lord's gym shirt. Like the, that was a pretty popular one. So I had an FBI. Oh, oh, never mind. It's your oh, story, oh, not oh, mine. Oh. I had an FBI hat, dude, that I wore a little bit yeah. in the late nineties. Remember that? What was FBI? What no, it was FBI. Like, like the oh, FBI. Or was, yeah. it, did it, was it something else? Firm believer in Christ. Yeah. Ooh. You'd wear it around FBI, and people'd be like, "What's up? Like, who's this guy?" You know, and they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, firm, firm believer in Christ." <laughs> 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 FBI meant something different. For That's me FBI up, so. C. Sorry. No, no, no. It was. It never mind. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I had this T-shirt that said <laughs> this is uh, what it was. Said God is dead. Signed Nietzsche, and then on the back it said Nietzsche is dead with a date and signed by God. Yeah. So anyway, I saw a bumper sticker. That said Lord, that, time. that made me laugh. Signed by Lord. <laughs> <Chad>. <laughs> All right, we won't go into that. Uh, this 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 movement uh, that Jesus is a myth. Uh, um, it basically has found its legs recently, uh, primarily th- through two sources um, that have come about over the last 15 years or so. Um, those sources sources are Bill Maher's uh, reli- religious. I think it's supposed to be like you take the words religion and ridiculous and put them together. I think, so, I think uh, you're so right. Religious is my guess. I, I'm pretty sure that's what he was doing there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, that's clever. Pretty yeah. clever. So th- that one's super popular. Of course, he's super popular. He's a he's a huge, larger than life figure. Lots of influence, and he's put this out. Um, and then uh, 2007s, and I think this one this one came first. Um, Internet sensation Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Not Zeet. I think that was 2007, Zeet. and Bill Mars was 2008. They came right on the heels of gotcha. each other. Yeah, yeah. They were, it was Which kind of a one-two. Zeitgeisting away today. Kind of a one-two punch. A uh, left. Left, right hook. So, can I just ask real quick? Can you, you did you watch the Bill Maher thing? Um, so that's why I'm going to be careful with how I say what I say today. As I, I haven't, I've seen, I've seen pieces of both of these works that we're going to talk about, right. but I haven't seen them both all the way through. So I did. It's on HBO, and I went ahead and watched it. Yesterday. And you loved it. Okay, you're going to go buy it. No, I, really, <laughs> I really didn't like it at all. I, I really hated it. And I would just let, I would just keep people a warning because we're talking about it. If you do watch it, just be prepared to be offended in several ways uh, with the the language. The so there's some. Are um, you saying that you might call him names in your head? That too, but there's even stuff in it that you know a good pastor shouldn't recommend people watch. As far as just some of the things you're going to see and hear, it's gnarly. Yeah, um, just for the record, because sometimes we talk about things you think, oh, they're giving their stamp yeah. of approval, but no, I was kind of yeah. shocked at how. And we'll talk more about it, but yeah, I, I mean, didn't uh, like it at all. Obviously, these aren't Christian works, so they're not you know going to be like completely like wholesome and you no. know, 
recommended. Now he's mean spirited and, and just wow. He can be pretty gnarly, can't he? Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah, it's a good word for it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's quite a guy. So these are kind of the two sources that have really brought this movement um, about. Uh, Zeitgeist is billed as a as a three part documentary. Um, Though even non-Christian thinkers, scholars, and historians, I saw I saw this a lot with some of the research I did, guys, people that weren't even Christians, have labeled it more as conspiracy propaganda, which is really, I, I guess, what, yeah. what Zeitgeist the movie is. It's yeah. conspiracy propaganda, but it, it bills itself as a documentary. So you're gonna you're gonna think like, oh, we're just watching factual, you know, historical, whatever. Um, so uh, three parts. Part one of the series focuses on Jesus being a myth who stole um, from other mythical characters, thus being a hoax, thus being, you know, ultimately false. Part two, uh, focus on 9-11 being basically uh, government-sponsored, an inside job. They were directly responsible for, for 9-11. And then part three focuses on major world events, past, present, future, no matter what they are, um, ultimately being dominated and controlled by international bankers. So just to give you an idea, those are that, that this is conspiracy-driven, yeah. but it all supposedly is tied together, these three, three things, um, to, to bring about um, you know, one premise, I guess, they're obviously trying to get somewhere with this. Uh, within three weeks of its release, had 50 million views. That's huge. Wow. Within three weeks of its release, uh, like people paid attention to this when it came out. Like it was a big deal. It turned some heads and, and people ate it up. Even Christians obviously went to it to see what it was all about. And uh, um, a lot of Christians ended up questioning their faith right. after watching this. Like a lot of people kind of like we're oh my gosh if you took it at, at face value again and believed that everything that was said and that was credible i can understand why it would sure. have been a little troubling but that's the that's comes down back to the question is how much of it was actually credible yes you know? yes so and and we're obviously going to get yeah. to this that is what it comes down to one of the reasons why it was so compelling to people and why so many christians even question their faith is due to the sheer amount of information they presented apparently these this thing is just packed with with people and information, it's edited well, it's made well. Apparently, it's it's just top-notch as far as presentation and the way that it's done. And so it, it was just really compelling. Like, people, you know, really, really got into it. It was highly convincing, the way that it was done and the way the information was communicated. Really well made. Um, and I just want to remind people, and I know that we know this, but we need to know it, it seems like, every just because something's really well done, doesn't mean, doesn't it's, mean true. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It, because this really did that. This is one of those things that 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 really because of the way it was done was was extremely convincing to where people didn't even seem to res research the sources um, where stuff was, the credibility yeah. of what was being talked about. It it just it was just like this has got to be this has got to be right. This has got to be true because well, of the was, way it was done. That was the frustrating thing with the Bill Maher thing too. Um, is he literally starts out with a premise that, that religion is ridiculous, stupid. So that's the presupposition. Only stupid people would believe this. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes out and he finds the most dim-witted people <laughs> yeah. to, to prove his point. And it's not hard to find dim-witted Christians. And also, it's not hard to find stuff that's worthy to mock that's under the Christian no umbrella. Doubt. Right. He went to some places and, and went and visited some things that yeah. were just... There's a lot to make fun of. Easy to make fun of. I mean, stuff we would actually have a hard time Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And then, you know, you walk away going, yeah, you know, these guys are really stupid. They believe yep. What they believe is stupid. He didn't interview anybody that could actually challenge him or, 
you know, and that was what was so frustrating with yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's it's a yeah. it's amazing how how powerful of a tool that is for something to be done well or communicated well to be convincing as real. I remember um little off subject, but not really. Do you remember the movie Blair Witch? I know that neither oh, of yeah. you saw it because both of you would have sucked your thumb for months. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, a Christian. I'm a Christian. So yeah. like back in the like so early nineties, it was like it one was of a the big thing though. It was one of the first um what well, it, it was considered found footage um type of horror film. Like like it was done like it was real and then someone found the tape and and it's all on there. Well it it was so well done. And nothing had been done like it before, that people were convinced that it was real found footage. And even uh-huh. even after the people that produced it and made it came out and went on record and said, "No, like we, like we made this. This was like a project that we made." People still didn't believe them being the ones who made it, saying this is not real. <laughs> so so like it's powerful. Like yeah. we're, we're able when something's yeah. done well, we're pe- people. Um, yeah, can can definitely get locked into it. So, and that's kind of yeah. what what's happened with with this. Um, I think I remember who said it, but I read a quote from somebody that said something to the effect that one of the hardest things in the world to do is to get, convince people that they've been fooled. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, nobody wants to be a fool, and nobody wants to admit you know that they've been fooled. So I was going to say something just now as an example, and I'm not going to. Um, in all the research Sorry. I did this week, so there. Yeah, yeah, so there, just thought I'd let you know that. <laughs> Keeping it in my belt. Uh, almost everyone agrees, Christian and non-Christian, um, that, that this, this film like boasts a compelling presentation, but poor scholarship, which is what we're going to end up talking about. Um, and that mainly has to do with the, the, the sources, like where the information came from. So anyway, bottom line, episode one claim is that Christianity is nothing more than a Jewish version of an ancient religion. Um, and by ancient religion, it, it primarily means mythology. Um, now, to find out how they get there, we must start with a little thing called. It starts with a P. Parallelism. Oh. This is another new word Sorry. that I've that I've learned over the last. This, there's this whole thing called uh, parallelism. Or do you guys par- parallelomania? Parallelomania. Is, like is there another? I like that a little better. Is there another syllable in there? Parallela. Mania? Uh, the idea that, Parallel you, that mania. You, you turn it into some kind of a, oh, no, you know a, something to be afraid of. Yeah, you know when you see all of these different coincidences, so, so-called coincidences. It's a create. So, so what is it? Something since you're on it, Brent. What? What is? Well, you know, basically, what I would say is that they've gone and they've looked at the tenets of Christianity, virgin birth, uh, you know, the resurrection, the healing, the, all these different things, and then they've gone back in and tried to find parallels with with Greek mythology, Egyptian gods, things like that, to, to try to say, look, they just stole the same stuff yep. from Christianity. And so when you this see these like this. when you see these yes. parallels, you're supposed to you, you know, it's like, ah, yep. We 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 you know, all they've done is just plagiarized yep. and, and ripped these guys off and then regurgitated this stuff so none of it's real. So yep. because it's you know so you because can make you find parallels the same things, yeah. If you want to plagiarism. It. Yeah. So they yes, find it's yeah. like a smoking gun for them to say. Yes. And one of the ones that cracked me up was the December 25th one. Yes. Like all of these gods, so-called gods from the past, were all, and it's all born on— It's biblically irrelevant. Well, that's Sorry. what's funny to me. Seriously. <laughs> to say they, like, look, they well, all stole December 25th. Same with the three wise men. It's biblically irrelevant. Yeah, there's there's something about three kings. And we'll, it's get, like, we'll get there, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll look at some of these. It's like this isn't good. It's not good stuff. And then when you actually go back and look at it, the source material's yep. a problem. So let's, st- let's, start, yeah. with, let's start with Rad— like a rad example of parallelism. And I, I stole this from uh, the one podcast yesterday with the 
JFK and Abraham Lincoln. I always loved this. I always thought this was awesome. But this is a good example of this. So like Abraham Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. JFK was elected to Congress in? 19. 1946. 1946. Yeah, pretty freaky. Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln was elected president in 1860. JFK was elected president in? 1960. 1960. The name Lincoln has seven <laughs> letters in it. The name Kennedy has seven, seven letters in it. This Lincoln is, had a sec- freaky. <laughs> Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy. Kennedy had a secretary name. And that this is this is kind Lincoln, of not record. completely true. Yeah, but kind of. We won't go into that broad parallel. Lincoln fought for the civil rights of slaves. Kennedy mm-hmm. kind of put in some work with MLK. Yeah. Right? Uh, Lincoln was assassinated by being shot in the back of the head on uh, a Friday before a major holiday while sitting next to his wife. Kennedy? Yeah. Same thing. Check. Check. Yeah, shot in the back of the... Actually, I would argue... It was the shot from the front which, of the head. Which that shot, killed him. David? Which the one shot? from the front of the head killed I'm him. Talking Do you about want to talk about conspiracies? <laughs> Let's actually. This is a real one. This is one we're talking about. That, okay, another podcast. Who another JFK. podcast. <laughs> Lincoln's assassin went by three names: John Wilkes Booth, Kennedy's assassin. Three. Lee Harvey Oswald. Names. Not only that, Lincoln's assassinators three names equals fifteen letters. Kennedy's assassinators three names equals. 15. Fifteen letters. I mean, is, obviously, we can go on and on and on. Both were shot with a Colt revolver. Kennedy's assassinator they... shot from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. Lincoln's assassin shot him in a theater and was caught in a warehouse. Not really. Yeah. It was a tobacco bar. Assassinator like the Terminator. Sure, are they similar. The things? assassinator. Booth was shot and killed days after the assassination with a Colt revolver, Brent. Before going Without to trial. Without ever going yeah. to trial, Kennedy's assassin was also shot and killed with a Colt revolver days after the assassination without ever going to trial. So all of this basically means that Kennedy wasn't real, as far as I can tell. If you take all these that parallels, then what you say is that Kennedy wasn't ever actually a real yeah. person or a real president. Both presidents were replaced by their, their vice presidents who both had the same last name. Yeah. Johnson. Exactly. So, like, and I agree. Like, what does it mean? Like, like to me, like, this is kind of cool. Like, some of this is kind of neat. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't want make one of them a fake right. or a fraud or whatever you want to call it. It just means that there's some similarities. You know what's really weird with a lot of this, and this kind of got to me when we start getting into the Jesus being like some of the is, – is everyone's tr- trying to find a, a, simul- a similarity – all the time, but they're not talking about the differences, and there are stark, like major differences, right? Yeah. With um, with these figures. So anyway, this is an this is how parallelism works, and literally, you can do this with almost anything. If you want right. to find a parallel with mm-hmm. something, you can find it, and uh, doesn't mean well. And and the problem is, and this is what you you'll find as we talk about some of these things, is you're trying to find a virgin birth, for instance. So you look for anything that's an unusual birth or has a, has a unique uh-huh. birth story, Call it a and you say, birth. oh, look, virgin birth. Yep. Well, none of these that we're going to talk about actually were virgin births. That's that's what I mean. But yep. but if you're trying yep. to find a parallel yep. hard enough, you know, there's one about he was baptized or something like that. And yep. It's like, no, there's a picture of him like literally standing on water. Yeah, That doesn't mean he was baptized, has not, or that he walked on water. It's not at the baptism, yep. but it, it, it doesn't. You know, they're just taking broad leaps with some right. of these things because they're trying to find the parallels. Let's so go ahead so and go through some of those yeah. right now because we are going to run out of time if I don't <laughs> yeah. pick it up a little bit. Brandon um, Victorino says there, the Matrix has us. The Matrix has <laughs> us. There are, um, given in in both of those films, Bill Mars as as well as um, um, Zeitgeist, um, 
like like numbers, like like many 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 examples of Jesus plagiarizing. Um, we're just going to take three. There's too many, and these are kind of the most popular three. And so that we'll we'll just take these three and to give people an example of what we're talking about. So Mithra was one uh, from Persia, 1200 BC, so well before uh, Jesus. The claims are Mithra was born of a virgin, right? And this would have obviously have been 1200 years, you know, prior to Christ. Um, born on December 25th, had 12 disciples, performed miracles, dead for three days, resurrected. Okay. Um, born of a virgin claim, um, Mithra, like a, a par- from what we do know, emerged out of a rock wearing a hat. A rock hat. So there it is. <laughs> okay. And well, there was the rock a virgin. That's what we have to determine there. <laughs> Can yeah, a we rock just have no way be know that. a virgin? Yeah. Yeah, it looks just like what happened with Jesus, pretty much. You know, <laughs> yeah. very, very similar. Virgin birth. Born on December 25th. We already mentioned this. This is irrelevant. Like, well, and it also that there's no proof in the early writings of Mithra that that, that date was real. That that date came much. Yeah, later. there's no source. Right yeah. later, there's a source after Christianity well, when it, when it when the religion got picked up again. So we'll just mid- mention but, this real quick. During the Enlightenment, actually the 1800s into the early 1900s, there were three guys that wrote books basically yeah. on this type thing, um, and that's where pretty much all the sources are drawn from uh, both um, Zeitgeist as well, as well as Bill Maher's work are from these three guys. The problem is that no one says is that these three guys have, have basically, their, their works are irrelevant and are not used. They're well, not regarded been, by been, scholars. They've even been discredited. They're I mean, discredited. They, all of them have been discredited. And by, yet by, both of yes. these have gone back and really these are the sources yeah. for both of these works that have gotten popular. So we'll just go ahead and throw that out there. Um, so born on December 25th, it also doesn't matter, even though the source isn't mentioned, because no, no Christian that I know like seriously believes that Jesus was born on December 25th. Right? To me, this is almost like this is where you, you find that the <clears> – <throat> I don't know. It's like a dead giveaway. This is their smoking gun, and they so they let, let's find December twenty fifth, right. and that'll make Christians go, yeah. "Oh no, you know what? You picked it. You, you screwed up yep. because that's not a real date. The Bible never <laughs> says this, so the, the joke's on you guys." Right. Exactly. And the same thing with the three kings. You know, again, the Bible doesn't talk about. Exactly. First off, they were it's kings. Irrelevant. They were wise men. Yep. It doesn't say how many kings. It says exactly. it says, or wise men. It says three, three gifts. gifts. Right. That's all. So again, trying to find these parallels to try to dupe people, they, they messed themselves. They over could have used better parallels by by getting exactly. the parallels wrong. Yeah, twelve disciples. Uh, it's only found that he had maybe one or two. Uh, performed miracles. Uh, homie killed a bull. He killed a bull, and I guess well, that's a miracle. I guess right? that would be di- that would be <laughs> difficult. Like I guess that could be hard. Yeah. Miracle, maybe not the same kind that Jesus did. Right. Maybe not on the same <laughs> level. Dead for three days. Uh, actually, there's no record of him ever dying. Mithra right. ever dying. And if you're there's not no record he, of you dying. Not oh, that go he ahead. Did, not that he not didn't, that he didn't die. But well, yeah. again, this is a mythical. Yeah. Character. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, so um, but there's no they, record. They, they don't have to die. I mean, it, this is truly fantasy we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get to that too. Um, so uh, there, there can't be a resurrection, therefore, if there's right, no if there's death. death. Okay, that takes care of itself. Horus is another one. R- real quick. Used. Oh, yes. Uh, Jacques is asking a question uh, Are the Harbinger books part of this? And I've, I've heard the title, but I'm not familiar I've, with I've them heard, all. I've heard the title all? too, but I have no idea. Don't know what they're Okay. Don't know, Jacques, but thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tread, tread carefully. <laughs> I have no I've, idea yeah. what that is. Heard of? I'm not sure. Horus is another one. Uh, Three thousand BC, so even earlier um, than than Mithra was. Uh, Horus. Egyptian god. Uh, yep. Um, born on December 25th. Uh, again, does not matter. And and besides what we have recorded of his birth, uh, it seems to be July or August, depending on what calendar you use. It's actually 
not even that. Uh, born of a virgin. Uh, no, what actually happened is the his uh, father was killed and scattered across the land. This is like a gnarly his, story. I'm <laughs> not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell it all. You can uh, tell most of it. Oh, Osi- well, Osiris was the father. Yes. Uh, his body was torn to pieces. Yes. And the mom, Isis, uh, or the wife, I should say, tried recovered. to tried to recreate recovered the, the family jewels as much yeah. of the body as possible. Yes. And and got all but the the part that she needed for intercourse reproduction yeah. yes and so it created some kind of a wooden substitute Fence. yeah and, and yeah. then basically was able to get impregnated by but again you've got a wife who recreated her husband's body that's not a virgin no and and, and then by working then, her magic was right was had, able had like a conceive. normal kind of a what yes. we would normally how babies are born yes. happened again again this is myth- mythology but yep. there's nothing about this that's even remotely like a virgin birth right none at all uh it's weird yeah, you know it's an odd birth story, for sure. But, but <laughs> no, it's, it's extremely odd. But not there's no virgin in this yeah. story at all. No, uh, star in the east is part of the story. Uh, there's nothing recorded for this in the story. We're going to say this a lot that there's no source for this. <laughs> well, there is a, the source for Horus. I think it's the Book of the Dead. It's an Egyptian book that you can still read today. It's no, online. I mean the star in the east, though. right? But when you yeah. will, when you look at this book and, and yeah. supposedly where they got yeah. all this information, none of this information is in that book. No, it's 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 not in that book. It all came later. And we're and we are still we're going to get to that. Yeah. That is our smoking gun. Um, right. <clears throat> adored by three kings, irrelevant. We already talked about that. He was a teacher at twelve. No source for this. Ministry at thirty. No source for this. Twelve disciples said that he had four four kids or follow, or which would be considered his followers. And then yeah. sixteen. Something um, else. I guess I if you that. add eight from somewhere else, you would come up with twelve. But even the <laughs> baptism thing—that was one of the other ones that he was baptized by some guy. And, yeah. and again, that's not even that was a Jewish thing. It wasn't an Egyptian thing. Right. No. It's really strange. It, it's it's all yeah. strange. Yeah. The more you look at it, it's the stranger it gets. Uh, Dionysus, this will be our last one, Greece, 500 BC, uh, born of a virgin, um, was actually the result of an affair from what I can see. Like, I don't, uh, an affair is not a virgin birth, but... Was he the one that was, it was Zeus and his... I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Two, I read Zeus, so many of them. Zeus yeah. impregnated yes. a human woman, yeah. something like that. Yes. Yeah. Born on December 25th, no source for that, performed miracles. Uh, this was the god of wine. Um, and... Uh, there is no claim anywhere that even turned water into wine like Jesus did, so that can't even be right. something that Jesus stole. Uh, so, yeah, the god, the god of wine or alcohol, was the, which isn't even a miracle. He was just known as the, guy, the, the god of wine or alcohol. Uh, was called the king of kings. No sources for this. Right. Was called the Alpha and the Omega. Well, and, and even, no in, even in Greek this. mythology, uh, Dionysus was a, a, a lower kind mm-hmm. of— he wasn't the king of kings— even right. in their mythology, that'd be a really odd thing to find. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zeus, or you know, you can make a, a case for some of these other guys, but the, he was just the god of wine, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess if you're going to be the god of kings to somebody, well, he was yeah. a king of wine, maybe, but he wasn't the king of kings. I mean, it doesn't even make sense to, in what they believed at right. all. Right? So. Uh, was resurrected. Uh, basically, the story is that he was ripped apart by titans, and his heart was taken. And placed inside a woman, and then she later gave birth, and uh, that's the resurrection. There, there it is. Looks just like Jesus's. Yeah, yeah, so. it's exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of weird ones. There was another one where they took a heart and put it in his thigh, and that's how the and and, and stored it there to, to 
Yeah. Or or the I can't even remember. There's so many weird ones. I think ones. that was Dionysus as well. It might part have been. of the story. But but yeah. but part of what you you see in Greek mythology, these are these crazy stories that are that are otherworldly and that aren't human at all. Well, and then you look at the stories that are written in the Bible. Maybe you're going there. But, we are going there. But these yeah. are these are like real people that were going through real things. Right. These are human stories. They're not even remotely the same as Greek mythology. It's clear that that what we're talking about when we talk about just these three examples are campfire stories. No one would listen to no. the characteristics of these people and their stories and go, this is a human being. Right, right. That, like, this is a real thing. Right, there's nothing compelling we know, about those that's stories. That's why we call it myth. It, yeah. We actually call it mythology right. because it's myth. And, and when you read about Christ and what he did and how he lived and everything that surrounds it informationally, it's completely different feel. So yeah. So we're we're gonna right. get let's so let's get to that right now. Let's just get down to the problems with this claim that Christianity and Jesus are myth based on plagiarism of other myths. Okay. Number one, the sources. We've already alluded to this. This this is like this is like the biggest problem to me with, with the whole like the whole thing falls apart right here with the sources. Um and you guys wanna go into that? The sources that we have for the research that they did on this. Yeah, from what I've seen, it, 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 everything that that you try to find going back before this doesn't support any of what they've come up with. All of it is after Christianity. Okay. So any sources they found that parallel that that are, are all after Christianity happened. So you would make the argument, no, they were actually copying what they found in Christianity, not the other way around. That's why I yeah. wanted to call this something else today. Yeah. Like who's... Yeah. Jack and who, right? <laughs> so so you're absolutely right. Like any any sources that they have for these gods that pre-existed Christ and Christianity are actually um, sources that post that come after Christ and Christianity. And not not all you have not, to start not, asking yourself yeah. if there's parallels like who borrowed from who if the earliest writings we have are way over here on the on the backside of Christianity. Well, and like yeah. Mithra is a good example where th- this is a, a supposed God that existed all the way back, you know, you know, long time ago, but there's not much written. There's a few pictures right. that they have of things. So like him coming out of a rock, for instance. Yep. So, but Wearing a hat. then it got picked up again. This religion got picked up again, post Christianity after Jesus and more stuff started happening. Well, that's the source material they're going to, to get a yes. lot of these, this information. Yep. All you have is a picture of a couple things. Yes. And that's true of most of these things. It's like, there's a picture of a guy with 12 faces around him or 12, 12, you know, and they're saying, look, he had 12 disciples. Yep. You're looking at like a hieroglyphic type thing. Right. It's yep. probably more to do with the Zodiac or something has, like that. You're not, you know, you're, you're making a giant <clears throat> leap to get yep. there. Yep. And, and the stuff that you're really clinging to is all stuff that happened post Christianity. That's not, yeah. you know, so I, even I, in the interpretation of the sources that they do have is suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might even ask him, maybe you're going to go here. So sorry if I'm jumping ahead, no. but, but what if all the parallels are true? Then what? Well, well, right. We already mentioned that when we did the little yeah. Kennedy Lincoln thing, right? Right. Like the, that's kind of neat and even kind of compelling. What does it matter? What does it change? Right. Nothing. So like, it's clear that Christianity, regardless of what similarity similarities we may find, still does not depend on any of them. Right. Exactly. It doesn't depend on any of them. So like the whole argument's like you have to have Jesus be a myth. It has to be the presupposition is that Jesus just simply didn't exist and is a myth. And you can't do that. Uh, I mean these guys do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, but any like halfway like responsible like student 
of history can't do that. Right. Like it's not, it's not. A thing. The other thing is like all the sources, like you said, um, they're not, none of them are primary sources. They're all secondary sources far removed from, like you already mentioned, um, the actual characters or myth being talked about. Yeah. Um, that's a red flag too. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I don't know. Well, even the, like you yeah. mentioned it, you know, Mars stole from Zeitgeist to make his stuff. Zeitgeist stole from these books that were written in the, like 1875-ish um, that were discredited. Already discredited you know, there's by their no, own peers. When you go, you, there's the source material, there was a great interview of these two guys talking. One guy was from Liberty. One guy was this dude that believed all this stuff. And he kept challenging the guy. And he had nothing. nothing. He, he went back to a couple of pictures, like I said, and said, well, we think that this is probably what this meant. It's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Right, right. I listened to a guy last night. I can't remember his name. It wasn't in, it wasn't a name I was familiar with, but it just happened to be kind of the next video in a playlist that I was watching. And the guy just talked about how any any scholar that's worth his salt would not argue uh, the historicity of Jesus and that he was a real person that existed. Um, and I don't even think this guy was a Christian. I think he just well, was just a secular scholar. Bart that, Ehrman, who's a who's a well known atheist, has just. I mean, he's re- he's a great guy to look at because he said all of these things. Like, there's yeah. no credibility to any of this stuff, um, and he doesn't want to believe in Christianity. He doesn't yeah. like, you know, he, he's not like favorable towards any of this. Yeah. And he's even saying, "No, this is stupid." That's guys. what I found. Right. Is there's, there's a lot of a lot of non-Christian scholars who, yeah. who are looking at all this basically just just because of the sources that were used yeah. and, and going like shaking their heads. It's kind of, it like it's embarrassing. Like it's a shameful. Well, and, and he even went. I mean, he called it propaganda. Is what he what he called prob- it. Yeah. And, and and there's something we have to remember here that there's why would people do this? And maybe you're going there, but one, there's a lot of money to be made. I mean, Zeitgeist probably made a ton of money yep. sensationalizing the stuff to yep. get people. And there's a lot of people that hate Christianity and yep. want to see it stamped out. Right. So when you put those two things together, we got a clear motive. It's not surprising why they would yeah. do this. It's a, it's a, it um, can be a movement then. Absolutely. That point. Yeah. So the second real problem with this, first one's the sources. And, and again, like there's a lot of information out there now that you guys can go look at concerning um, – both of these, uh, this book and this film, um, and their sources, <laughs> like go, go look, like go look at this stuff. Don't right. just like watch it and be like, wow, that was made really well. Like watch it and be like, where the heck did they get all this information? There's a lot of information, you know, and this is even some, some pretty, you know, confident information. Where did they get it? So, well, and you're going to find credible people on that, that are Christian and that are not Christian that yeah, are going to tell right. you the same thing that this is not this isn't good stuff. Exactly. Poor source. The material. second major problem with this is Jesus himself. <laughs> he was a completely different figure in history yeah. than than the other figures that he supposedly stole. Like they're not even the same league. He's in a complete league of right. his own. We know more about Jesus, more about Jesus as a historical person than any other person in antiquity like we, we just do inside and outside the bible so um his his uh, the history of jesus is profoundly different in nature than the mythical nature of pagan gods we see that in the stories we see that in the scriptures the gospels right. you will see supernatural elements obviously but but you know that he's living in a world that you and i live in <laughs> with people that right. like you and i that do things like you and i that live and survive like you and I like right. it like the Bible shows us the humanity of Jesus and, and yeah. we don't see the humanity of these other you know totally. myth- mythical yeah. people totally totally clearly in a league of his own um, when it comes to Jesus and our and our scriptures which are real historical writings um, and and we we, they, we do have uh, prime they are primary sources mm-hmm. and that can be 
that can be found and proven. Uh, the amount of primary manuscripts, records, accounts, sources that we have closely removed from Jesus as a historical figure is staggering. Absolutely. Christian and non-Christian again. Christian yeah. and non-Christian, yep. it's absolutely overwhelming yep. the amount of historical information and details that we have, not just inside. You've got Josephus, who was a... Yeah, Tacitus. Um, you, so Tacitus, actually, I'm, I'm going to read that quote. I thought that quote was awesome when those one dudes brought... Tacitus was a, a, a Roman historian that goes that goes way back. He was at the time of Christ, I think, or shortly, shortly, shortly yeah. removed. Um, uh, in, in his book... Uh, the an the the an the annals. <laughs> it's annals, David. <laughs> Third grader. <laughs> Zitgist. Uh, book fifteen. <laughs> he writes this. We find this. Consequently, to get rid of the report, Nero fastened the guilt and inflicted the most exquisite tortures on a class hated for their abominations called Christians by the populace. Christus, which is Roman for Christ. Yep from whom the name had its origin, suffered the extreme penalty during the reign of Tiberius at the hands of one of our procreators, Pontius Pilate. Um, and, and this stuff go, like goes on. There's like a ton of writings from guys that aren't Christians or aren't Jews and that are just historians at the time talking history, recording history. Which, which tells yeah. us that this Jesus was an actual person and the stuff that we read about actually occurred. Right, it was yep. real. And so even if the other stuff, like you pointed out, even if there was, and there was no crucifixion, by the way, back in Greek mythology or, or Egyptian mythology, that wasn't a thing. Right. That was a Roman thing. Right. So when they say that he was crucified, but even if it doesn't matter, it's like it's like Kennedy and, and Lincoln, like we were talking about. It doesn't, doesn't change the fact that they existed because you find some parallels. Totally. Right. Just doesn't. Totally. And you've got... Written history saying Pontius Pilate crucified Jesus Christ. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a big and, deal. And, and also saying that Christians existed in this comment, he's basically also saying that Christians existed because Jesus existed. So yeah. it's like all of it is, is right. right there, right? So um, this we could go on and on with this type of stuff, with like sources for Jesus that prove that he was not a myth, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So we, have, so we have a lack of sources that help prove that, these other characters are myths, and then we have a ton of sources that help prove that Jesus is not a myth. Right, he's yeah. completely different. And the, at the end of the day, like we, and maybe you're going here too, but we yeah. we take this all on faith, and it's not it is it is not, on it's faith. not a blind faith totally that we take it on. Um, but you know, there, there's actually an evidence to back up our faith, no doubt. Um, but but at the end of the day, we we either believe Jesus is who he yeah. has claimed to be, or we don't. And the question that we have to ask is. What, what if what if Jesus is who he says he is? Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if it's true? That's okay. what I, I said. You know, people who, who want to place their faith in Jesus have every reason to do so. In the, yeah. Every reason. There's every nothing. Reason. And people who don't want to place their faith in Jesus will find every reason not to. Well, they're right. exercising more faith. And, and even the person that right. brought this question, you know, at some point you have to, you have to recognize that the, the person who said, you know, who's finding all this stuff, at the end of the day, they don't want to believe and they're exactly. finding reasons not to. And that's what I found with Bill Maher. And, and, you know, it's like, and if your faith can be dislodged that easily, you know, by, yeah. by watching a, a movie that, that just, and you, and you're just that completely bankrupts your faith. How deep was it? I, yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I, Cause to me, it's like, I don't, you can't, there's nothing you can tell me right now. Right. That would make me question that Jesus Christ is alive and real right. because sure. of what he's done in my life. Sure. You know, I, there's no, I don't, I don't have any doubt. This is something I'll go to the, you know, to my grave for right. if necessary, because yeah. it's that real. Right. And so, you know, I know that there's people that 
sometimes feel like they're standing on shaky ground when it comes to their faith. Um, but we have every reason to believe um, that, that this is real. Well, and, and because we do, and because of what it's done to us and through us, this is number three. This is the, the other biggest problem with Jesus being a myth yeah. is the, that movement. So not the movement of Jesus is the myth, the movement that is Christianity <laughs> it right. is, is like a big deal. Um, the, the reason why you're sitting here and you're sitting here and I'm sitting here talking about what we're talking, believing what we're believing, knowing what we're knowing, confident about what we're confident about. Our lives have been changed. We're not the people that we used to be. I mean, it just goes on and on and on uh, about the fact that um, the movement of Christianity is transcendent. Right. Not just not just localized, but throughout the world, different races, um, people that don't know each other. There's no conspiracy. Um, you cannot get away from the movement. Well, I think of somebody that like came Paul, out of the person of somebody Christ. like Paul, who who was going a whole different direction, wanted to yes. stamp out Christianity, is confronted by the risen Christ, and his life changes completely yeah, in forever instant. in an instant. What does that? Completely, you know, a yeah. myth. Uh, you yeah. know, a parallel from, uh, you know, Horace back in the day? No, yeah, right. Like, how, how many followers of Horace do we know? Like, how many followers are there today? That's like actually that, the point. Like, that's yep. a movement that yep. hasn't survived. Right? No. How many followers of Mithra are there yeah. like, that, that hasn't survived, you know, over time? If the, yeah, resurrection, yeah. if the resurrection didn't happen, it wasn't real, none of these guys would have gone through what they went through. They wouldn't have continued Christianity right. at all. They would have gone home yeah. and realized we messed up. Yeah. Um, Paul talks about that. 100%. The resurrection is the linchpin of, of Christianity, mm-hmm. and the, yeah. that if the resurrection didn't happen, that we are the most pitiable of all people, he yeah. says, uh, because we've bought into a sham. But because you know we take on faith, the resurrection happened. And again, not a blind faith. Like We have evidence yes. that supports the fact that Christ raised from the dead. Um, then, then everything that he says and does matters, and Christianity is real, yep. and, and it matters. And the early followers of Christ, I mean, when when it came to to you know, fess up to the truth that this is all a hoax or or lose your life, yeah. you're not you're not you're gonna just say okay, this, you know, <laughs> I'm out. stop, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you're not good. gonna do that. The <laughs> fact that they did this is because they 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 really knew right. it was true. Did, did no, his no. did his history recorded martyrs for Horus, or <laughs> Mithra, or Dionysus? I I don't know. Right. <laughs> not that I know of. No. So, so again, these are, these are campfire stories that we're talking about that Jesus supposedly is just another one of and has stole from. Um, but Christianity moves on. It just it plows ahead. It is unstoppable. Um, and um, There's also it's, something it's interesting to think about as far as Satan being a counterfeit and always trying to, like even with the, later in Revelation, you'll find that you know, he tries to have this fake trinity. He's a copycat. He knew from the beginning, from the Proto-Evangelium in Genesis, yep. when it said that like the seed of the woman is going to crush your head. Totally. He, he, somehow he knew these things. And so, so the fact yeah. that there are par- parallels almost just reinforce the story even more. Right. No doubt. That, that, that this is something that, you know, this is wired into us to know that right. yep. you know, we're going to need a Christ. No doubt. And, and so, I don't know. Well, you had it with yeah. like Antioch, Antiochus Epiphanes, and there, there were like mm-hmm. events pre-Christ that are biblically recorded that are counterfeit events yeah. to the Messiah. And so it's like, again, like the enemy knows the story, yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah. and so that he's been a counterfeit from the beginning. It, it's a story worth copying. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, yeah. Well, and it's, trying to throw people off with. Right? Well, he still is. Yeah. People. He's you still know, trying. He's going to do it again totally. later in, in Revelation. So, totally. so the fact that he did it pre-Christ isn't surprising. It's, right. it's actually kind of to be expected. So let's, let's just, let's just go to the bottom line of why people do this. Why do people like Bill Maher go to the trouble 
to put out propaganda like this? Why do people, the people that produced and put together, you know, um, zeitgeist, why do they go to the trouble to do that? What's the deal? And I know that you guys alluded to it earlier, but um, let me, let me read, obviously Romans one, Romans one, (laughs) the wrath of God's revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth, right? For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in things that have been made so that they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images re- Zimbling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. What's the bottom line? Why, why do people make movies like this, write books like this, come up with stuff like this to discredit? What I mean, what is it? Because we hate the truth. We, we hate, hate the hate, truth. We hate God. Yeah. It's not because we don't have enough information of the truth. It's right. because we hate what we see right. in what we have. Okay. Well, and at the end of the day, you got to know one day you're going to stand before the risen Christ. Yep who is as real as real can be. Yep. And you're not going to be able to say, I saw this movie called Zeitgeist, and, <laughs> you know, or Bill. It was know, compelling. It was right. compelling. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, the truth is the truth. Yeah. And yep. one day you got to stand before him and you got to be ready for that. Right. Yep. So and that if you kept going to that passage in chapter two, it would go on to say that, that we, we invent evil. We're inventors yep. of evil. Like that's yeah. just the most scathing indictment of humanity that, that we, like it lists all these things. And if that's not enough, it's like, well, you just invent evil. <laughs> And, yeah. and that's just our default uh, for as sure. humans is is to go against God, yeah. no doubt. So let let's let's just say that all these gods are on the same level, and we'll throw Jesus in there too. What sets Jesus apart? This is kind of a big answer, I guess. What sets Jesus apart from everyone and everything else? His his hypostatic union, mm-hmm. his humanity, and his deity. Okay, we, we don't see that in these other parallels the, the combination of you know fully god and fully man mm-hmm. yeah I, I would say his resurrection um, a, yeah. is is the you know if you make all these claims you better have something pretty impressive to back it up yeah for sure and right. and, and getting up out of the grave sure. three days after you were killed mm-hmm. um completely dead not mostly dead <laughs> <Right>. but totally <laughs> dead <laughs> maybe um, even starting to stink if i would say so yeah that that's uh that that pretty much solidifies things and and then just the historical record this is somebody who split time in half. You know, I wanted. It's like when I'm watching this Bill Maher thing. I'm like, what is BC and AD all about? Yep. Yeah. You know, to pretend like this guy didn't exist. He literally split our calendar the way we measure time in two. Yeah. He is a real historical figure, and the resurrection. I mean, there's more eyewitness accounts. There's more stuff yep. written about this. Right. Even people that have gone back to try to discredit it have ended up believing because of the amount of stuff that's here. Yep. If you've got somebody who who raises from the dead. That just proves his claims are true, and so yeah. that to me is the that's that's For the big sure. one, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, along the lines of obviously both those things, like like all mythical gods, in one form or another, like lived or died for themselves. Um, Christ. Um, lived and died for everybody else. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and that's just, that's, that's a weird story in and of itself. Like who tells that kind of story? Right. Who comes up with that kind of a campfire story? Right. Right. Um, and it, it is absolutely bar none. What makes Jesus so unique from other so-called gods is his narrative, his purpose, yep, what he did, why he came. There's no other story like it. Right. All these other gods are feuding and fighting for power and ego. Right. And, and then you've got this, this one that comes to, 
to do the exact opposite, you know? Um, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I took, I took a lot of stuff and threw it out and boiled it down. There's obviously a lot of directions we, there's, there's a huge rabbit hole here and we just kind of peeked our head in, into the top of the hole today. Uh, we didn't, we didn't do much on it, but I would just encourage anybody that's, that's looked into this or wants to look into it more to, to, um, you know, get a hold of us and we can, we can kind of send you down some of the same rabbit holes we went through, (laughs) let you watch some of the stuff. It's pretty fascinating, but I would just, again, you know, make sure every person out there as a Christian has a responsibility to know why they believe what they believe. And we've been given the tools. Um, we've been given the resources They're they're more at our fingertips than ever before. So if you, if you want to, you know, to kind of solidify your faith, we've got all kinds of references and books, um, that uh, I think would help. You know, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist is a great book. Uh, it's a great title. Forgot the author's name. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who it'll come back to me in a minute, but, um, we've got it downstairs, but anyway, Norm Geisler. Geisler. Geisler is his name. Yep. There you go. Um, th- you know, uh, Mir- Mir- there's a bunch of different ones that we can get you. Get, even get like, you. even uh, like the case for Christ. Josh McDowell, like Lee Strobel. It, it, it's like a, it's like a good book. There's like good actually, stuff. Actually, there, there's another Lee yeah. Strobel one that's, it's a, it's in the case of series and he actually addresses this very thing in, in, uh, in a chapter as well. So yep. lots of good material out there. There's no reason to, to feel like you're standing on shaky ground. Right. Yeah. You're not. So, yeah. Yeah. There's smarter yeah. people than, than us that have gone through and studied this out, even trying to discredit it yeah. and, and have believed because the evidence is overwhelming. It's so, overwhelming. Yeah. So take heart, Christian. For sure. Yeah. I think I would just encourage anyone listening. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews that, you know, if we would come after God, we must believe that he first exists and then that he rewards those who seek him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, um, you know, I don't think that's said of any of these other mythical gods that they, you know, people be, would be rewarded for those that seek you know, Horus or, or whoever, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Bible tells us that, that there's a reward for seeking Christ and a reward is Christ and right. eternity, right. you know, with him. Um, and that's a unique claim of Christianity that, uh, you know, that we take on faith as being true. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That yeah. one popped into my head as right. well. This is taken on faith, but man, there's so much, yeah. you know, so much evidence. Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you, fellas. You guys made that Easy and nice. It's a big subject. It's a big it's terrifying. Subject. I felt overwhelming all week looking yeah. at it, and I'm I'm throwing stuff out, and I'm like overloaded in information. I'm like, this is gonna be a wreck, you know. And then yeah. you, at, at some point, you had to boil it down. Thanks, you guys. Made thanks it. for sending in such a hard question. Yeah, maybe toss us a softball yeah. next. Send time. those. You know, send. We 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 asked. We challenged you. So uh, yeah, this may shock some people, but most of the time we're kind of just in the moment and conversational. Yeah. This one we had to do some prep work. We before. actually had to do some stretching. Yeah. Some stretches. Lord, thank you uh, so much that you are undoubtedly, without a doubt, trustworthy as a person, a historical figure, um, in action, in deed, in word. Um, Everything that we have about you um, is is there for us to to know for certain, not to guess, um, but to know. Uh, that you are real, that you you are who you said you were and did what um, it's claimed that you did. Um, it can't be denied. And and so we thank you for the preservation of all that. Uh, we thank you that those who go into finding sources and investigate on you will be satisfied. Um, and uh, we thank you, Lord, uh, that when you, when you came, it wasn't um, for yourself, it wasn't for some kind of ego thing, but that you came uh, for us, that you came to win the world, uh, to buy and purchase the world that we may have you. And, um, and so we praise your name for that today. Pray for people that might be 
challenged God uh, with some of the lies uh, that the counterfeit is constantly putting out, churning out every single day, um, that, that you, Lord, would lead them to water and to truth. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. See you next week with something easier. <laughs>